You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1339. Keep going. Don't give up. Even if someone says you sound like a robot, you need to make the next call. Got to talk to more people because the more people you talk to, the more confident you're going to get in how you talk to people. So even though this deal didn't come from cold calling, my skills of talking to people and making people feel comfortable and confident in me came from all my experience in cold calling. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, America's number one podcast for new real estate investors, where we know that finding discounted properties is the most proven path to financial freedom. I am your host, Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, Mr. Talk to People, and I am telling you this, if I can do it, so can you. So let's get started. Incredible interview today, incredible conversation today with a wholesaler out of Lexington, Kentucky. Listen to this. I first was introduced to this wholesaler in March 8, 2018. All right, now, fast forward three years later, she has already done 80 deals. All right, this is an incredible story because she started out as an acquisition manager for somebody else's company and is now working for herself and growing her own business. It is my pleasure to introduce to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast, Christine Palm. How are you, Christine? I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. Well, I'm telling you what, you text me and you say, listen, since joining TTP, I've done 80 deals. And I was like, what? Christine, how have we not not put together a podcast? What is going on? So this is incredible. Why don't you let everybody know kind of who you are, What's your life like? What was your experience before real estate? Well, I have to say I have been an entrepreneur since I was seven. I had a bike and I rode it everywhere. I loved it. And I would leave it out in the yard. And my parents would tell me, you can't leave it out in the yard because I lived in the Bay Area of California at the time. And they're like, it's going to get stolen. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, a seven and then it got stolen. And they told me that they would not buy me a new bike because I didn't take care of what they had already given me. And so I didn't get allowance and I just, I hustled. I remember I made $67 and my dad was impressed and was like, let's go get you a bike and you could pay me back what you don't have. And I was like, no, I found one on sale (laughs) and I had some change left over. And that's what started my entrepreneur life. And yeah. So, I mean, I tried many different businesses. I mean, I cleaned people's houses. I babysat. I did Beachbody. I had an Amazon FBA business, but all my entire adult life, I had been loving real estate and wanting to be a part of real estate. So... I'm very blessed that I get to actually have a successful business finally, <laughs> wholesaling real estate. So it's incredible. I mean, so 
First of all, what'd you do to get $67 as a seven-year-old? Because I need to start getting my kids whipped in shape here. <laughs> so what'd you do to make $67? Well, I think a lot of what I did was knock on the doors in my neighborhood. And <laughs> and I asked them if I could rake the leaves in their yard because it was the fall. And Fantastic. I just went and I did that. It was, I think I also like cleaned people's bathrooms. So I didn't babysit yet, but right. yeah. Incredible. So why real estate? I mean, what gets you excited about real estate? What's going on? What synapses are firing in your brain when you're thinking about being a real estate entrepreneur? Actually, I don't know where I originally learned about real estate from because I cannot remember. But I remember I went to a Rich Dad, Poor Dad conference and I had read so many of his books. And that just really got me started thinking about real estate. And like, I want to own my own properties. I want to have rentals. And one thing I really like about wholesaling rather than just me getting my realtor's license is I get to help these people who aren't able to fix up the house and they might be in sticky situations. And that's what I really like is being able to help those people. Yeah, it's really a blessing. I mean, it truly is. I was a real estate agent for a really long time from 2004 to 2013 is when I discovered wholesaling. And I always wondered like who's taking care of these really rough properties because I wasn't focused on them. I know that because I was going after properties that were way more expensive so that you could get bigger commissions and you can be around people that have more money and make more money. So really it's an unbelievably underserved market of people that truly do have distress. They truly have problems with these properties that lead to a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. And Christine's talking about is we have the beautiful opportunity every single day to reach out to these people and see if we can help them out with a cash offer. And it really is a blessing. Once you get through it, it it sounds kind of awkward without doing it. But once you go through it and you see the benefits that it really brings to these people's lives, I mean, it's life-changing for them and it's life-changing for you. So it's incredible. So you started wholesaling in 2018. Is that right? Well, I did a couple deals in 2013, in the fall of 2013. (laughs) Yeah, you and me both. Awesome. And I ended up wholesaling those deals to Jason. So that's how I started knowing him. And I ended up you know, I had to pay my taxes. And then, <laughs> and then I think I even had had to pay for a surgery. And then all the rest of the money I put towards more marketing and used it all up and didn't get another deal. I didn't know how to be a salesman or talk to people. Sure. So when I joined up with TTP, I just cold called all the time. And so I remember this one girl was like, hello. And I was like, hi. And he, she's like, hello. And I was like, hi. And she's like, are you really a person? Because you sound like a robot. And I was like... <laughs> You're like, yes, I'm really a person. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're just not taught, you know, our tone of voice, the, our pacing that we ask questions and listen to people or active listening. These are all learned behaviors. You know, a lot of us don't, we just don't wake up with them. You know, I remember Christine in that in that time in 2013, if we're going to time travel back then, I was knocking on doors because one, I was totally broke and needed to. But two, I was like, I need to get better at asking questions and being better at communicating, or I'm going to just keep repeating the same year over and over and over and, and not improve. And that's what I really tried to do. 
So, I mean, that journey that you went on in 2018 was something that I went through in 2013 and really just understood that after you talk to a thousand property owners, you start to get a rhythm, you start to get confidence, you start to understand when to pause and when to ask questions and when to pull the conversation back so that you have control. And that's when you start really seeing the needle move and see people really opening up to you, which, you yeah. know, you're doing an, an unbelievable job of that because at least 80 people have opened up to you <laughs> uh, since then, which is incredible. Yeah. Do you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's really interesting too, because when I first started in 2018, a lot of people would say, oh, nobody's ever called me about my house before. I have so many cards, but nobody's ever called me. Right. And now in 2021, people are like, what is going on? You're the third person today, yeah. 21 people this week. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then the people start asking me questions about it. Yeah. And they're like, the reason I'm asking you <laughs> is because you're nice or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And it seems like they weren't asking the other people. No. And so I think that that's from my experience of talking to people and it's more natural. So I really give, <laughs> give the praise to TTP for that. Well, you so. know what it's, well, it's all, you're the hero of this thing. If you didn't go through <laughs> countless conversations, right. And countless hours of calls, you're not having those conversations, but you bring up an incredible point. A couple of things. One, when you're making the calls yourself, you're going to be, in my opinion, five times, not even an opinion. This is what I've seen across the board. You're going to be five times better at it than if you hire somebody to do it. Even if they're an unbelievable, they live in the country, they speak English perfectly, and they are uh, experienced at making calls, you're still going to be five times better because you're just going to get into a rhythm. And these are your neighbors. And you can sound like you're the neighbor because you are the neighbor. So there's just yeah. a big difference there. And then the second thing is, it's really interesting. I've been really watching the numbers, Christine, and maybe you can enlighten us as well. But I was like, oh my gosh, did I get too loud? And there's too many calls going on. And we're still getting deals every single month from cold calling. And now the deals are just getting bigger. And I think that that's very you know similar to what you're saying is I've had the same phone prospectors making calls for me since 2018. And so they've got a really nice rhythm and they really get past what I call people's force fields, right? That people put up when you call them and ask them something and you're a stranger. So um, yeah. incredible. How has this year been so far? This year has been pretty good. It was a little slow at first because I had to build up my follow-up list because right. that's where most of my deals come from. And I think also one thing that's different about me making the calls rather than hiring somebody to make the calls is that I can hear a little bit of motivation or somebody says, Oh no, not right now. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people, if they're just hired to be a caller, they'll click no. Right. And, but I'm like, Oh, not right now. Well, maybe later, should I follow up with you later? And so I'm expecting them to be like, oh, yeah, in the fall or next year. And one guy was like, yeah, call me back in two weeks. And I was like, oh, <laughs> OK, I will. So I think that that's one thing that's so important, too, with wholesaling is the follow up. Yeah, Because 
I did have one deal that I closed in December and I got the house under contract on Halloween. And I looked back and the very first time I talked to somebody was two years before on Halloween. Yep. Crazy. And (laughs) yeah, so follow up is key. Oh, absolutely. Especially now, because a lot of people are just trying to get lowest hanging fruit, lowest hanging fruit, lowest hanging fruit. I need it to happen right now, right now, right now. And a lot of people naturally in our business are good at hunting, but not good at gathering. You know what I mean? The lead follow-up just falls off because it's always on to the next thing, the next opportunity, the next call. And if you stay in line and make sure that you've got some sort of system set up so that you are following up with the people, you're going to be really, really successful. And Christina's being a little bit modest. She's already made (laughs) $91,000 this year. Absolutely incredible. We're not even halfway and uh, she's made 91000 And one of those we're going to talk about today because it's a fantastic deal. But let me ask you about Lexington, Kentucky. What is the average price point there? Well, I think that the average retail price point is around 230 230 okay. I think that's the average median house. Yeah. What about um, your average? Uh, and what are you on average locking these up for and kind of moving them for? Well, we have a wide range of types of houses. So I could buy, you know, a handful of houses at about twelve or thirteen thousand. And <laughs> but those are in lesser neighborhoods or yeah. have need a lot of work. But then there's also ones that are in a little bit nicer neighborhoods where I get them under contract at one ten, one thirty. And then I get bigger properties, you know, that we get under contract at 500, but those aren't like single family. Those are multifamily. So, right, right. And I want to talk about that. So some people, when they're starting out, they're very timid about going after multifamily properties because listen, we all grew up in a house. We understand the house. Housing is kind of like, that's the most likely property that a cash buyer is going to be looking for. Once you put it out to sell that property, multifamily, is it scarier? Is it different? What's the differences? What is your thoughts on multifamily? Well, I think it is It is a little scarier because it's a higher price point. Okay. It, it is a higher price point. You have to do a little bit more due diligence. And it's not as easy, you know, like as how old is the roof? How old is the HVAC? Give people that have never talked to a multifamily some of the condition questions that you ask. You know what I mean? As we're mm pre-qualified. By the way, if this is your first time listening or watching, every time that you talk to a property owner, you want to get four things out of them. And we call them the four pillars of pre-qualifying. That's the condition of the property, their timeline to sell that property, their motivation or what is their problem and their price. So when you're asking in the condition, Christine, and you're asking about multifamily, give people some tools for their toolbox that they can ask if they run into something that's a duplex, a triplex, a fourplex. And then we'll talk about your mega project. Uh, go yeah. ahead. But what are some questions you ask? Well, first of all, how much do they do they get for rent? Because I, no- I notice a lot of landlords, they want to buy at the 1% or greater. Explain 1% to everybody. So, for example, say your tenant pays you one thousand a month. Mm-hmm. That is one percent of one hundred thousand. Yeah, so they would want to buy the house at less than one hundred thousand. 
because probably these properties need a little bit of work or something to that effect. Okay. So go ahead. How much is rent? What's next? So how much is rent? I do ask the same types of questions as a single family. How is the roof? What's the condition? I might also talk about whether or not the tenants are under lease or not. I guess when you get up into the bigger ones, like what is your eviction policy? And also that is different with COVID as well, because our town has had a memorandum for a long time and I don't, I'm not sure, but it might not be lifting until September or so they say. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, you know, asking all those types of questions is important as well. Yeah. So, I mean, finding out, are they month to month renters, which typically don't have the lease on it anymore? Mm -hmm. Typically what happens when a lease runs out, it goes into a month to month type of situation. So knowing the length of the lease will let you know what you're up against and how long those tenants are going to be in there. Um, Another question that I like asking is just seeing if each of the electrical meters are separate Mm. or if there's a master meter. Because it's important to know with the utilities, gas, electric, water, are these the responsibility of the landlord because they're on just one master meter or the individual and the tenants have to pay for their own utilities because obviously that affects the bottom line and affects what you charge in rent so those are right so let's just go right into it christine let's talk about this juicy deal that uh (laughs) really exciting yeah well um i was actually networking in a bni meeting and a financial advisor had said that he might need some help because one of his clients inherited an apartment, a 40 unit apartment. And so I was a guest in the group. And (laughs) so when it was my turn, you know, I gave my little quick one minute spiel about myself. And I said, Oh, Hey, I've closed a 32 unit before and I might be able to help you. And so I did have a little bit of experience with a bigger apartment, you know, and I have to to give a little bit of thanks of that to Jason because he's a big apartment guy. Got it. So when I had found that, I was able to get some more info from him on how to deal with that. And so now I have a little bit more experience and he set up a three-way call for us and I was able to meet them. And And it was funny because just two weeks before this, or even a couple of days before this, one of my buyers told me he wanted to flip an apartment or a hotel or something. The place was a little bit farther away. It was like an hour and a half drive from where I live, but we were able to go down there and get the repairs. And it was a big repair. Like one of the buildings, the ceiling had fallen in and it was just like raining down. You know, when it rained, it just rained into the house or the apartment, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So we made an offer and I have to say, I was a bit worried (laughs) because it was a lot less than the sellers said that the place was worth. And so I had to do a bit of follow-up after making the offer because they were getting other offers as well. But one thing at closing, they said that I made it very easy for them. I mean, I don't know what their other offers were, but that's one thing that I do like to tell people is I make it very easy for you. To sell your property. Like, I'll do everything for you to do this. So So what price did you lock it up at? So we got it under contract for $500,000. For 42 units. 
For 40 units. 40 units. I'm sorry. For, mm-hmm. it was 32. Yeah. 40 units, 500,000. And did you sell it to that buyer that wanted to do yes. a conversion? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's like the stars aligned. <laughs> they did. I mean, that's bananas. They sure did. Oh, I love this business. God, I love this business. And what did you sell yeah. it for? 550. Come on. And you netted how much? 50. Come on, Christine. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, Rhino Tribe is what we call a massive deal. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. What did that feel like, Christine, when you got, when that 50,000 hit your account? Oh, it was awesome. It was really, really good. I mean, I love closing days mm-hmm. because I love seeing the deal go across the finish line and the buyers are happy. And then also like I get to go cash my check, you know? And so that was really nice to get that extra boost in my bank account. And one thing I do though, with referrals is I give a thousand dollars finders fee to someone who recommends a property to me. So I had contacted that guy from the BNI group and he said that he didn't feel confident accepting it because he didn't know if it would be against regulatory rules or whatever. But then his wife had a suggestion that we donate that money. And so we were able to donate it to the refuge clinic, which helps people who don't have insurance with medical and like doctors will volunteer to help people. And it's just a really awesome ministry that helps people. So it was like, so many win, 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 wins, you yeah. know, so. And be honest, once you got that $50,000, were you thinking, hmm, I could do this again? Yeah. I could do this again. Sure. Maybe 75. Yes. Maybe a hundred next time. Yes. Right? Doesn't Maybe 300,000. 300,000. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Oh, I love it. And that's what we really push in TTP in the Rhino tribe is to do big, massive deals because it literally changes your brain chemistry. I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden you start thinking bigger and you start thinking, oh my gosh, $50,000 used to seem like just an unbelievable amount of money. And now I'm thinking I could do more. I could do $300,000 deals. And that's how it happens. That's the beautiful thing about the evolution of being an entrepreneur is you get these opportunities to do something like this, make $50,000, get win, 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 win all across the board. And the biggest win is now you're thinking bigger. Now you're looking at bigger opportunities. Your antennas, your mental antennas are tuned to find the next massive opportunity. And I'm telling you, you will find it. You'll find it. You will find it. So absolutely incredible. So speak now to anybody that's getting started in this. Speak now to people that maybe they didn't feel like they had all of the tools to be able to speak confidently to strangers over and over and over again and ask them if they would consider selling their property. Uh, Speak to those people and give them some advice. Well, I have to say, keep going. Don't give up. Even if someone says, you sound like a robot, you need to make the next call got to talk to more people because the more people you talk to, the more confident you're going to get in how you talk to people. So even though this deal didn't come from cold calling, my skills of talking to people and making people feel comfortable and confident in me 
came from all my experience in cold calling. So even if you do send out mailers or put out bandit signs, being able to talk to people is super important. And another thing is follow-up. So if if you hear that they have slight motivation and they want to sell later on, put it in your calendar to call them when they say that they're going to be ready and call them and take notes. That's Mm -hmm. I take notes. Like if they tell me some little story, Oh, I can't do this right now because such and such write it down. One lady I talked to today said she'd asked me to call her today. So I called her today and she said, I'm not ready because my son got COVID and because he got COVID, we found out he has leukemia and they think that he's had leukemia for three years. And I was like, wow. So of course this is going in my notes Yeah. and I feel horrible for them. Yeah. And I definitely want to be able to help them with this property. So she told me she like call back at this time. So I put it in my calendar. And so when that time comes, I'm going to call her again. I also don't want to, you know, like it's good to ask them, when should I call you? Yeah. Because then they'll tell you when to call. And so like, if I'm calling back tomorrow and they don't want me to call back for six weeks, then I'm going to be bothering them. Right. So it's good to, when they tell you to call them back, call them back at that time. I love so, it. I love it. I love yeah. it. Christine, wonderful. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Some way to maybe say congratulations. Maybe it's people in Kentucky that want to do business with you and squat up or, yeah. or whatever else. What's the best way for people to reach you? Well, I have a website. I have two, actually. One is my Motivated Sellers website, which is www.sidewalkpropertysolutions.com. Then I have my buyer's website, which is www.oasishousebuyers.com. And then, of course, you know, I have Facebook and Instagram at both of those. And then you could always find me at Christine Palm. I'm in Lexington. And then my Instagram for myself is whips55, W-H-I-P-S-5-5. W-H-I-P-S-5-5. What's what's about? So back in the day, I played roller derby. And (laughs) I played played roller derby and I love eating chips and salsa. So my roller derby name was whips and salsa because I also like to give whips, meaning somebody would grab onto my arm and I would swing them and they'd be able to go super fast. So yeah. So whips five, five. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Reach out to Christine, especially if you're in the area. She'd love to help out, love to work with you and walk you through. Maybe it's your first deal. Maybe it's your first couple deals. Maybe you just have something that you want to join venture. Make sure that you yep. reach out to her. Christine, thank you so much You're for welcome. joining me. It's been incredible. You know, it's just thank it's you. wonderful. You started out building your skills live in action. And now look at you. I mean, you're doing amazing things. So it, it's just an inspiration. It just shows that people, you don't have to naturally be that interactive, expressive person to be able to be successful in this. You can use your own talents, your own skills, your own ability, your own voice, and really just through some refinement, through some different resources and tools and training, you can get better and be really productive. So Christine, thank you so much. Absolutely incredible. Everybody out there, if you are interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP family. This is the TTP program. 
go to wholesalinginc.com. That's wholesalinginc.com. Check out what it's all about. Keep scrolling, keep scrolling. See the amazing, incredible, the best of the best are on there showing off what they've done, showing that they can do this. It's absolutely been a pleasure watching it all, just like Christine, just watching people do amazing things around the country. And I'd love to coach you to do the same. Make sure if it feels good in your gut, you sign up for a call and we'll talk to you then and we'll start on that journey. It'll be fantastic. So thank you again, Christine. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank everybody out there. (laughs) As always, I sign off by encouraging everybody to talk to people. Till next time. Love you guys. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.